right, we're back with Viking 360. Brian Johnson, good to see you again, my friend. Good to be with you, Rube. Hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. I did indeed. And uh, before we turn to winter sports, let's wrap up football. We uh, got word today about the uh, Class AAA All-State football team and two Viking juniors uh, received recognition on that team. Two deserving uh, juniors as well, Rube. Virgil uh, getting mentioned on that and... I mean, it just goes to show without uh, everything that that young man did on this football team. He took over at quarterback for the last four games of the year, threw for five touchdowns. He rushed for seven touchdowns all season long. He rushed for 541 yards. He was third on the team in receiving. He had over 1,000 all-purpose yards. And, uh, you know, really, Jeff and I talked about it all season long. He was the – human Swiss Army knife for the Viking football team. He did everything, and I'm really excited to see him get a mention uh, on uh, on that team as well. And, and Virgil contributed on defense as well, but man, Colin Moore, what a season he had uh, from his linebacker position. I mean, Colin Moore was fantastic, Rube. As good of a year as a middle linebacker has had at Ripley High School in a long, long time, and you know, he had some guys up front uh, that ate up a lot of blocks, and he'll be the first one to give those guys credit when you look at the big guys up front. But Colin really had a nose for the football this year, Rube, and uh, everyone needs to be excited about what's coming. He finished the season with 108 tackles and 52 assists and nine tackles for loss. That's incredible. Right. Well, congratulations to uh, Virgil and Colin for their seasons. And now let's move on to winter sports. <laughs> And, man, Lady Viking basketball off to a 4-0 start coming off a major win up at Parkersburg. They got off to a quick start last year as well, Rube, uh, but I think this might even be a little more impressive of a start uh, when you look at uh, these last two victories for them, highly ranked teams uh, in preseason that they knocked off in Phillip Barber and Parkersburg. Um, they were just uh, too much, and, and not very often. You talked about watching some of that game. We kind of overwhelmed Parkersburg in the field house, and that anybody that follows Viking uh, basketball on any level knows that doesn't happen very often. It was very impressive. And you had a chance to talk to a newcomer to Lady Viking basketball. Yeah, I sat down with Abby Eastham uh, or Abby Eastman. Sorry, she was. Uh, Coming in uh, this year as a junior and really filling in for um, an empty spot in that lineup that uh, was left when Kiana Baldwin uh, graduated, rather, I should say. And she's probably, Rube, been the most consistent player or one of the most consistent players in that starting lineup. And I I think she's a big reason why the Vikings are 4-0. Good to hear that the Ripley Middle School Lady Vikings are also off to a 3-1 start, coming off a pair of wins against Point Pleasant. Viking basketball, they get started on Saturday, a trip up to Clarksburg to take on a ranked team from Robert C. Bird. Vikings have been raising some eyebrows in the fall and here in the preseason uh, with their performance. Uh, this is probably one of the deeper teams Ripley basketball has seen in quite some time. There'll be nights you'll probably see nine players in that rotation, um, and there'll be a lot of versatility when you when you hear how Coach Mullins talks about using this lineup. He's got a lot of based on who we play, based on what type of defense they're playing, uh, 
And I know they're just ready to play, Rube. It's, uh, they're getting a little bit later start than some other schools are. And, man, you can just see the, the fire in the eyes of these young men. They're ready to play. Coaches are ready to coach. And uh, hopefully Saturday will be a good start for the Viking Hoops. And the Viking freshman team got off to an impressive start. Warren Local came to town, and they're normally uh, pretty good on the basketball court. But the Viking freshman handed, handled them rather easily. Uh, 60 to 37, good pressure defense, and I talked to uh, Coach Vince Reif about that, and uh, he was uh, impressed with the with the opener for the for the freshman team. That's the way Vince likes to play. Um, he likes to get up and down. He likes to play defense. He likes to uh, use a lot of players, and that's good. That's great for the program. And, and as we've documented, Rube, over the last uh, several years. We've got a lot of good young players coming up from the middle school now playing in that freshman uh, role that you're going to see those kids get better and better. And I think this freshman team has an opportunity to be special. Uh, Offense is going to be the big thing for them, but defense will be what you can hang your hat on with this group every night. And speaking of the middle school team, they are off to a 2-1 and start. They have a game on Friday evening, a tough challenge down at Huntington East. Always a tough place uh, to go play. Uh, it's, a, it's a long bus trip. Thankfully, it's a Friday night for them. But, uh, yeah, they're a good team, solid team, Rube, and this would be a big win for them. The Viking wrestling team, they are off to a 3-0 start, a very young team. They only have one senior on the team. They, play, they wrestle with a lot of freshmen, but they are 3-0. They've defeated Huntington. They've defeated George Washington. They've defeated Ravenswood, and on Saturday they'll make a trip up to Moundsville to uh, wrestle in the John Marshall Invitational. I had a chance to talk with Coach Matt Smith. Coach Matt Smith, Rube, he just continues every year to roll out competitive teams. And, you know, you mentioned it last year, I believe, at the end of the season, how excited they were about these next couple of years. They've got a lot of really good young wrestlers coming up. And uh, you're seeing that this year. Uh, there'll be some bumps in the road, but I expect them to have a big season. And the middle school wrestlers, uh, they had uh, an event at the middle school this uh, this past week, and they won all three of those matches. So uh, congratulations to those folks. Also, we talked to a Ripley High graduate by the name of Easton Perry. His father was a Viking basketball player, but Easton is a senior up at West Virginia Wesleyan, and he is in the athletic troop uh, training program uh, for the Wesleyan Bobcats, and I had a chance to talk to him about uh, how things are going in Buchanan. Great interview, Rube. I got a chance to listen to that, and I tell you, being an athletic trainer is so important for uh, the players on the team that they that they work on, and, and it's such a tough job. A lot of respect for what he does, and congratulations to him to make it through senior year and uh, going to be graduating. All right, let's get started with Viking 360. Several freshmen are in the starting lineup, but Ripley's wrestling team is off to a 3-0 start. Coach Matt Smith talks about his team's Saturday trip to the John Marshall Invitational Tournament. Coach uh, picked up a win at Ravenswood, and it had been a while since the Vikings and the Red Devils uh, had met on the wrestling mat, uh, and some of your younger wrestlers uh, really came through with some uh, big victories uh, over there uh, at Ravenswood. Yeah, we uh, 
we uh, haven't wrestled them in a while. Uh, 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 Coach Heath called me and asked me about uh, you know having a match and things like that. And they, I think they didn't, they don't really have any home matches, so it's one of those things that uh, you know I said I, you know, certainly we'll come over and and, and wrestle you guys. It kind of came together at the at, you know right before the season started, um, and we went over and wrestled. And, and honestly, I think overall we wrestled really flat. We didn't really look like ourselves at all. Um, you know, the week before we wrestled with Huntington and GW, and I thought we looked um, a lot sharper there, and it was a little bit surprising because that was the first match we had. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, it was one of those things. It was a little bit disappointing to see that, but, um, you know, we had some guys step up and, and do what they needed to do, and, um, you know, that's always good to see. But, um, you know, I, I'm really, you know, the wins and loss of the duel is not really that important to me. It's kind of how these guys wrestle and how they compete. But, uh, um, I think they've got the point for me last night and then, and then again today in practice. So. Coach, uh, you looked up at the uh, scoreboard there and found yourself uh, down 21-0. to zero. Uh, Were you concerned at that point, or did you have a feeling that things would even out uh, once you got uh, deeper into your roster? Um, I don't know. It's one of those things where, you know, it's not, it's not going well, obviously, and... Um, but at the same time, I know we've got a pretty solid group top to bottom. Um, so that's always, it's a nice thing. Um, but like I said, I mean, it, as the dual meet wore on, I think we, you know, there wasn't a single guy I would say like really, really wrestled well. I thought we wrestled pretty, pretty poor, honestly, overall. Um, but you're going to have days like that, matches like that. And it's, it's, uh, you know, we had a pretty good practice today. So, uh, you know, I think they're, they're getting the point of what we're trying to do, uh, but, you know, I don't think that's that match really is a testament to, to who we are as a group and team. Um, and I think, uh, to be honest with you, I think Ravens was uh, better better than expected, I think. They've got a pretty um, pretty solid group. And, um, you know, so I don't want to take anything away from them by any means uh, because I think they've made some pretty good strides and things like that. But, um, you know, I'm obviously worried about our guys and trying to get them where they need to be. And, um, you know, that, that's really where my head's at. And where they need to be this weekend is the John Marshall Invitational. It's a tournament that you have been to many times. Uh, tell us what to expect up in Moundsville. Uh, yeah, we go and wrestle. Um, it'll be five duels um, over the course of the day. Um, we start off in, in a pool and wrestle um, three other teams. And then the top two teams out of that pool wrestle the top two teams of the other pool. And then um, the bottom two teams wrestle each other as well. So... You're getting five matches regardless. Uh, we, in our pool to start off with, we wrestle uh, Preston, um, Frazier, um, which, which is an out-of-state team, and then uh, John Marshall. Um, and, you know, we usually go up there and have a good match with John Marshall. They usually are really, really solid, and I think they're in that same boat again. So that'll be a really big test for us. And then um, Preston and Frazier always have some pretty good guys too. So, um, you know, we're, we're looking forward to some good matches there. And then, you know, obviously, um, at the end of the day, it just depends on how we do there as far as where, um, where we're going to shake out and who we're going to end up having. So, um, you know, especially after yesterday, it's kind of one of those things, you know, we're not looking ahead. I'm, I'm making sure these guys are aware, hey, we're going to wrestle the teams we have in front of us, and then we'll, you know, we'll go from there. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously that John Marshall match is always, it's always exciting. It's been a really good duel in the last uh, – um, actually, since we've been going there, um, it's really been a, um, a good match for us. And, and, you know, I think they, they enjoy having us there. And um, I'm excited to kind of to see us get another 
chance to regroup here and, and come back, you know, strong this weekend and then see where we can go. Coach, um, off to a 3-0 start. Congratulations on that, and good luck up at John Marshall. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Rue. Appreciate it. The Viking boys basketball team tips off their season on Saturday in Clarksburg at Robert C. Bird High. Second-year head coach Derek Mullins says he's ready to get things started this season. All right, we welcome in Viking head coach Derek Mullins back to the uh, podcast. Coach, thanks for being with me. Uh, thanks for having me, Brian. Well, uh, you've been practicing for a while, Coach. Uh, I know you guys are ready to go. I can see it in your eyes. You're, you're ready for uh, some basketball that actually means something finally when they turn the scoreboard on and, and it counts. Yeah, our guys have been itching to get out there and play somebody else outside of ourselves. Um, it seems like I think we've been practicing for four weeks now. We've had two scrimmages. Uh, played scrimmage Cabell Midland and scrimmage Greenberry East and our latest scrimmage against Greenberry East we really picked it up um, I think it was a, a thing where we practiced really well during the week and then Saturday we went down to Shady Spring and played uh, Greenberry East and uh, played really well um, we've been telling our guys a lot as you practice how you play um, and that really determined it really showed that on Saturday so uh, we've been having a good week of practice so far uh, this week and hopefully that shows out for us uh, this Saturday against Robert C. Bird. Talk about this matchup, Coach. I know it means nothing to you when I say this, but it's the first matchup in school history. That doesn't matter to you. It's the next game, the next team on the schedule. Uh, you're more worried about Ripley than you are Robert C. Bird. But talk a little bit about the trip up there. Uh, Going to be a neat to play in a new venue and, and just see where you guys are. Yeah, it's something that we I want to do this year, go up north and play a couple teams that we've never played against, never seen before, uh, kind of get our names out there up north in that area um, the, the where it comes to the state tournament. They have an idea of who we are, hopefully. Um, but uh, just going up there, a two-hour trip, of course. Um, we're going to go up and get some food and kind of be a business trip for us. Um, it's going to be a long day. Um, got games at 4.15 and 6 o'clock. Uh, Robert C. Bird is known for making it to the state tournament each and every year. Um, last year they didn't make it, but the year prior to that they did, and they always they always have a good ball club. Um, and I know uh, their coach is going to have them prepared, and I'm going to try to do the same thing with our guys. With a trip like that, Coach, how do you manage the emotion and not allow your guys to get too high too early, not burn a lot of energy during the day? Is that the reasoning for taking maybe a, a trip up, get some food, kind of ease into it? Yeah, I think one of the one of the things with that is we got an older group too, so they've kind of been there and done that ordeal. If we had a younger group, we might take it a little bit differently, but we have an older group and uh, majority of my guys are juniors and seniors that are going to be playing on the varsity level, so um, they'll, they'll realize um, what's going to be going on at 6 o'clock. Um, they'll understand what they need to do energy-wise, um, and they're, they're, they're ready. Um, I've, I've seen that in practice. I've seen it in their eyes. Uh, they're just – I've already stated they're tired of practicing. Um, I'm kind of tired of practicing too. We've done a lot of things, and it's kind of uh, monotonous. Um, it's over and over again what we've been trying to do. But uh, uh, we're working on a scout uh, these next two days, um, so to hopefully go up there and get a win. Coach, you talk about this group. You have a group. Uh, you have uh, a number of players that can contribute on this year's roster, maybe that you didn't have numbers-wise last year. How do you manage that as a head coach? Um, so we, I worked on that quite a bit uh, against Greenberry East, and we've been doing it more so uh, this week and last week in practice to where uh, our different lineups, we're doing different things on defense. Uh, maybe one of our lineups might be just straight half-court man, and another lineup might be 
just a chaotic full court pressure, um, depending on what the lineup looks like, depending on if we have four guards and one big in the game or three guards and two bigs in the game. We can do a lot of different things offensively and defensively. Um, I was able to play uh, nine guys um, and just kind of rotating them in and out um, against Greenberg East, and that's uh, something I want to keep pushing towards um, to, throughout the year to get guys more and more minutes, I think, uh, unless instead of playing 32 minutes, I think 25, 26 minutes is really good on a lot of guys' legs. Um, to whenever it comes to the fourth quarter, they're making free throws and doing the right things mentally and physically. So uh, that's a big aspect of it. But uh, I'm excited, Coach. Tell me about your bigs. Uh, there are a lot of coaches in this state that would give their right arm to have the bigs that you have. Uh, what kind of role do you see those two playing this year? And then also some of the depth behind. Uh, your two main guys in Johnson and Anderson. Yeah, they. Uh, I mean, they're the, they're our horses. They uh, they they get us going offensively. They both score the ball um, at a high rate, um, especially in the paint. And then of course, Luke can step out and make that fifteen footer slash three pointer. And then Brady can do the same thing, make the the fifteen footer at the elbow range. But uh, they've been doing really well in practices. They something we've really been on them about was crashing the boards on offense. Um, they did a decent job of it last year, but we need to do a better job of it this year because it's really going to be hard to box team two guys out and then we have a another guard crash and that's three guys and that just gives us second chance opportunities um we weren't the greatest shooting team last year but we've really worked on it this offseason uh to get better shooting wise and um just trying to up our chances i think we could score a lot of points this year uh, maybe not in the 80s or 90s but 60s and 70s almost every game with the style we play um and then defensively getting up in them and trying to uh, get some turnovers and turnovers leading the offense. So, uh, and then behind them two guys, we got uh, Garrett Rhodes uh, Jr. He does a really good job um, down in the post. He's an energy guy. He's an energy bunny. He, we know we're going to get out of him. Uh, he does a lot of good things. Um, he's came a long ways. And then Connor Casto, another junior, long and lanky, uh, just goes and gets the basketball. Um, he does a good job with that. We're still working on him, uh, kind of figuring out some of our uh, sets, so to speak. But um, when we get in the game, we know what we expect out of him as well. And then if we don't go with a big-oriented team, then we might just go five guards. Parker Boyd can play uh, play one through five, and we can switch one through five with him being – uh, one of those guard positions. So, um, it, it honestly, I don't know what our lineup's going to look like from quarter to quarter. It could be, like I said, three big or three guards, two bigs, or four guards, two one big. So, it, it's exciting. Coach, I know one of the bugaboos last year was making shots. Uh, that was something turnovers. You have that out there on your board uh, in the locker room about having these goals. I want to shoot X percentage. I want to take care of the basketball and turn it over uh, twelve times or less. How much of that has to do with making sure the right guys are getting fouled, making sure the right guys have the basketball at the right times that that aren't turning it over? Uh, How have you worked on that, and and what things have you done to try to protect from some of those silly turnovers that end up being runouts, being easy buckets on the other end? Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course, there's two different types of turnovers. There's a live ball turnover and there's a dead ball turnover, and we've told our guys – uh, especially when it comes to being a press, you really don't have a live ball turnover, which is you have the ball maybe in a trap and you just toss it up in the air and they get it and they score two points. You'd rather them call five seconds on you, they take it out of bounds, and then they throw it back inbounds, and that allows you to kind of reset your defense. So uh, that's two things we've really talked about and then just uh, – just cherishing the basketball. We've done um, the where we keep track of turnovers in practice and however many turnovers you have is how much you run during practice or push-ups, one of the two. So there's consequences when it comes to turnovers because, again, that was one of our Achilles heels last year was turnovers. And so at times we would have low to mid-20s and you just can't win basketball games like that. If you want to win close games, you need to have one of our goals on the board is 12 or less. And we can have 12 or less each and every night. 
I like our chances. Um, whether we're making shots or not, I still feel like if we can have the opportunity to shoot the basketball, we have second chance opportunities with our bigs crashing. It's just, it's something that's very vital with our team when it comes to uh, turnovers, and then of course, uh, three point field goal percentage and regular field goal percentage and free throws. That's something we've really put an emphasis on. We got to shoot better at the at the free throw line at the end of the game to win the close ball games. Coach. We're excited. I know you're excited. I can see the look in your eye. Best of luck this year, and we look forward to following you guys all season. I appreciate it, Brian. John Kennedy's Lady Viking basketball squad is off to a 4-0 start on the season. One reason why has been the consistent play of newcomer Abby Eastman. All right, happy to be joined now by junior Abby Eastman. Abby, thanks for being with me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Tell me about your transition to Ripley High School. Um, you have uh, kind of burst on the scene on the basketball side. You've had a great first four games of your career here at Ripley High School. But talk about what it's been like coming in and uh, integrating with this team and becoming a part of Ripley High. Um, it's definitely very different, but I came in during the summer, so I've been able to work with the girls over the summer. And it's been a good transition. I really enjoy working with them. They're like a family. They really are accepting of it. And if you just work at it like I have with the girls, then – it goes well. You guys are off to a great start. 4-0. You got a big win Wednesday night at Parkersburg, which is few and far between when you look at Ripley wins uh, in the field house. So a big win for you guys. Confidence has to be in an all-time high for this basketball team. Yeah, I agree. Um, we were talking about it before the game. We were talking about how we're going to play like we want to win because we do want to win, and so that's what we do. Arguably, you've probably been one of the most consistent performers on this team, uh, rebounding, getting buckets uh, under the basket, playing great defense, uh, and you play with a high motor. Talk about how much joy you have out there playing. The times we did games for you, you looked like you were having a blast. I'm going to be honest, I love the game. I love the sport. I just, just watching it makes me happy. And so being out there and getting to do what I love, like it's just easy to run down the court. It's easy to do those things. I just enjoy it. This team has pieces that fit together really well when you look at the starting lineup uh everyone kind of does different things for each other and um you know i think what you bring to this team was something we were concerned about after losing kiana to graduation and what she did and you've really picked up right where she left off and and done a fantastic job have you taken a lot of pride in that and just knowing your role and, and and giving this team what it needs yeah, I do. Um, I didn't know exactly what I was coming into. I'd watch some film from when I transferred over. But I just play my game, and I'm glad it fits the way it does. And I really enjoy. What, for you, what's, the, what's your favorite part? Is it offense, defense? You like grabbing rebounds? What, what makes you tick? I like defense. Defense is my thing. Um, I've never been really strong in the offense. I've done a lot better this year, but I've put in a lot of work recently. But defense is definitely probably my strong shoot, and I love getting rebounds. When you get off to a start like this, I know, uh, you know, what you guys want to do is play in March. You want to play in the Civic Center, and that's a long ways off from now. How do you keep yourselves focused on the day-to-day, getting better each day, playing well in each game, and letting uh, kind of the end of the season take care of itself by taking care of today? I just, I just focus on March. And I see that. And if you want to be successful, then you're going to have to put in the work now. And you don't want to just like you want to win those games to get there. You want to do that. And it's just when you set that goal, then you want to reach it. So you just work to get it. Abby, thanks for the time. Best of luck this year. Thank you.
Using an aggressive full-court press, Ripley freshman basketball team defeated Warren Local Ohio by 23 points on Thursday. Viking freshman head coach Vince Reif loved his team's intensity. Coach, uh, you can't go undefeated unless you win the first one, so I guess the uh, game one had to be pretty satisfying. Absolutely, yeah, and that was uh, a couple of our kids had a goal of, for their season goal was to be undefeated, and yeah, got to start with that first one. You got it right. Uh, kids played extremely hard, and that was what we wanted. That was the first thing I had on the board was was effort and intensity, and I think people that watched in the crowd would would be in agreement that we brought brought some heat, and it was good to see. And, and you got a lot of people into the action and good pressure defense. Yeah, and that was the goal. I kind of had scripted a game plan to get everybody in early, and I thought because I don't know what's going to happen, I'll at least get them a couple minutes on the court. And if we got a tight game in the second half, we'll go with you know who I feel needed to be on the court. But yeah, the goal was to get guys in early, and we got contribution from those guys. They brought more energy, and it was good to see. Everybody brought and contributed. Coach, congratulations on game one. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Ripley grad Easton Perry is part of the athletic program at West Virginia Wesleyan. As a senior athletic trainer, he helps keep the Bobcat athletes in action. Easton, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Uh, good to have you with us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Now, you are at West Virginia Wesleyan, and you had a rather interesting start to your career in Buchanan. Uh, tell us how that, how that worked out that you ended up at uh, West Virginia Wesleyan. So I applied for the West Virginia Metro News Scholarship my junior year of high school at Ripley, and I was grateful enough uh, to receive that and um, lucky enough to be given a scholarship to attend Wesleyan uh, on, on an academic basis. That's great. And Easton, uh, tell us about your major, and you are now a senior. Tell us about that. So I'm majoring in athletic training. I am a uh, senior currently, and um, it's it's honestly been great. And what will happen to Easton uh, following your senior year? So following graduation, I will be returning to Wesleyan to complete my master's in athletic training. And tell us how the athletic training uh, program works um, it at Wesleyan. Uh, do you work with different athletic teams there on campus? Yeah, so for students, uh, for our clinical rotations, we're assigned a new sport every season. Uh, so I've this past season, I worked with football. Uh, I've worked with uh, women's and men's track. I've worked with women's basketball. I've worked with men's soccer. And then starting in the spring, I'll be working the second half of men's basketball and then moving on to baseball season. So, uh, Easton, can you give us an idea of some of the typical responsibilities, things that, uh, that you may be taking on with the various teams? Yeah, so as a student athletic trainer, we work under the certified athletic trainer for that sport, and uh, we work in capacities such as like injury prevention, um, examination, diagnosis, treatment, rehab, emergency care. We do, we do a great deal with the athletes. And Easton, uh, there are a lot of young people uh, who have an interest in the athletic training field. So for someone out there, a young student at Ripley High School who may be considering uh, taking this on uh, as a major in college, uh, what advice would you have uh, for that person on how to, to make the best of their experience? 
so I was thankful. Uh, I was I was uh, lucky enough to have a great mentor in high school, um, and I was uh, lucky enough to be at a school that had an athletic training program for students. Uh, so in high school, I worked a little bit with Steve Lowe, and uh, that's where my interest in uh, the career actually uh, first started from. And um, he was able to, I think, give me a good perspective of uh, the expectations and what it is that athletic trainers actually do. And um, my advice to anyone would be to uh, talk to your school's athletic trainer, get involved. Uh, they're always looking for help in some capacity, and all athletic trainers are always willing to advocate on behalf of their career and educate students. Awesome. Easton, uh, it's been great uh, catching up with you, and uh, we appreciate your input and for being a part of the podcast. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.